Thank you for tuning in to Tech United on Tap, brought to you by Tech United New Jersey. You're listening to a special episode from our Propelify 2020 series, and you can find more episodes like this on our website at techunited.co. That's techunited.co. This talk debuted at the fifth annual Propelify Innovation Festival in October 2020, where our mantra is to propel ideas into action. Enjoy it, and be sure to subscribe to be notified when new episodes go live. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Tim Sullivan. I'm the CEO of the New Jersey Economic Development Authority. It's an honor to, to be with you virtually uh, at Propelify, which is always one of my very favorite events of the year. You know, usually uh, we're all together uh, up in Hoboken on the waterfront and uh, uh, Aaron has to give me grief because I'm the one person wearing a suit and tie. And, and here we are in 2020 and I haven't worn a tie more than three or four times in the last six or seven months. And uh, uh, I'm coming, we're all, you know, doing this in our homes, coming to you from, uh, you know, wherever it is that you live, hopefully lots of places around the, the region, around the, around the world, uh, tuning in for what I'm sure is a, uh, extraordinary event uh, that we're thrilled to be a part of here at the EDA. So um, hopefully this is a one-time only uh, uh, virtual thing and next year we'll all be back together. Uh, but um, I think this has been a, you know, uh, these ability to do virtual conferences and the ability to, to pivot, I think it's been an extraordinary demonstration of the resilience of not just the New Jersey economy, but, but of the American and the global economy to, um, you know, make the best of, uh, of some unfortunate circumstances and leverage technology, do things differently, uh, you know, adapt and shift on the fly. So here we are. Um, on behalf of Governor Phil Murphy, who's, uh, uh, who's committed to innovation and to Propelify, I think has been extraordinary. Uh, it's, it's great to be with you and, and take a couple minutes and give you kind of an update on, on what we're focused on and, and some of the things that we've been working on for the last uh, almost three years now of the Murphy administration and of my time uh, uh, being a part of the team at the UDA. You know, from, from, the, from the campaign on into the early days of the administration, now on into what I suppose is sort of the middle of the administration, um, you know, Governor Murphy has made uh, economic growth and, and, put, and, and, uh, and building a stronger and fairer New Jersey economy at the centerpiece of his overall agenda. And the, the, the biggest uh, lever that we think we have to pull as it, as it relates to building both a stronger and fairer New Jersey economy is recapturing New Jersey's leadership position in innovation and entrepreneurship. You know, over the last several decades, New Jersey, uh, at various points in its history, has, has been able to lay claim to the number one spot uh, in American innovation. And, and the reality is we can be, you know, we've got to be, look ourselves in the mirror and be honest. Uh, we've, we've lost some of that edge, uh, largely because other places have, have up their game, whether that's across the river in, in New York or out in the valley or in Austin or Boston, lots of places in between. Um, you know, it's a competitive world for uh, uh, entrepreneurship and innovation. And so we've said we want to build uh, and reclaim our leadership position in innovation. But that's frankly on its uh, not enough. Um, that's also not that differentiated. I think if we were having a, a version of Propelify in Vermont or Nebraska, we'd probably be pretty different and obviously not as fun and exciting as dynamic as, uh, as Propelify is uh, right here in the great state of New Jersey. But there'd probably be a presentation from someone in a job like mine that would tell you that, you know, city X or state Y wants to be the leader in innovation. Innovation is the key to all uh, job creation and job growth around the country, around the world. It's always been true. So what sets New Jersey apart? What sets our strategy apart? Well, I think it's, it's what I want to spend a couple minutes talking with you about today, which is New Jersey aspires to under governor Murphy's leadership, not just to be the most innovative statement in the union and to lead the nation 
from an innovation entrepreneurship perspective, but we want to build the most diverse and inclusive innovation ecosystem in America. We want to build an innovation uh, ecosystem that looks like New Jersey, that looks like America, that looks like the world, because diversity uh, is, uh, as the governor likes to put it, is uh, we wear it as a badge of honor in New Jersey. We have one of the most diverse, one of the most diverse states uh, in America, by some measures, the most diverse state in America with, um, you know, significant um, uh, representation from a whole variety of different ways you can think about diversity, whether that's uh, race and, and gender, of course, but also um, uh, diaspora communities from all over the world who, who, who call New Jersey home uh, in a big way. Um, we have an extraordinary opportunity to get this right uh, and to differentiate ourselves uh, from, uh, from the other states and cities that are thinking about innovation. That's a lot easier said than done to say something like we want to build the most diverse and inclusive innovation ecosystem in America. Uh, and so we are, you know, working every day, uh, not just within the EDA, but all throughout the governor's administration, thinking about uh, how we can uh, put deed to word uh, and think about strategies and programs and, and initiatives that will um, that will that will make that vision uh, real. And, and, you know, as we sit here in month six or seven, whenever it's been of a pandemic, um, that was obviously, you know, has made this year unlike any other and, and has sort of adjusted our expectations uh, for so many different things. You know, it's a public health crisis and an economic crisis that are both being borne disproportionately uh, by communities of color uh, in New Jersey and all around the country. Uh, that's true in innovation and, and, uh, and entrepreneurship land. That's true in Main Street small business. That's true from a public health perspective. And just because it's true doesn't mean it's acceptable in any way. Um, we have an obligation morally and, and strategically to, to, um, to, to double down, if not, if not more so, on our efforts around equity and inclusion, uh, because uh, we've been reminded, again, not just from this public health crisis, but from some of the uh, events of this past summer, whether that's you know, uh, the murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis or what's happened in too many other places to count uh, and to list uh, in the ensuing period of time, that economic justice has to be part of our recovery strategy, that, that a commitment to diversity and inclusion in not just entrepreneurship and innovation, but in broadly in, in how we think about the economy and how we think about government policy, uh, it's got to be purposeful and intentional. So we've been, we've been at this, and again, this is, um, that's, that's not new because of COVID, but it's been, we've been reminded and sort of uh, struck by and, 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 and uh, had no, it's, it's been an unavoidable um, conclusion that you can't you can't uh, reach any other conclusion that that we have got to do more and uh, and really focus and double down on our efforts here um, the good news is uh, you know since governor murphy's been governor we have been uh, thinking about how to incorporate and build this uh, more diverse and inclusive innovation ecosystem here in new jersey one great example of that is the angel tax credit the angel investor tax credit that we have so new jersey has was one of the first states to have an angel investor tax credit um, it's been a powerful tool to help grow young companies uh, into uh, uh, you know, bigger, larger companies. Uh, and just last year in 2019, Governor Murphy signed a bill to double the value of that, uh, that tax credit from a 10% tax credit to a 20% tax credit. So that by itself is a really valuable and, and powerful tool. But we think we want to, we, we think we have also the most sort of progressive um, uh, uh, angel investor tax credit in America as well, because you get a 5% bonus. So it goes from 20 to 25 if the company you're investing in uh, is, is led by or founded by uh, women or people of color. And so that's an, it's a really powerful tool. And I think a really good example of uh, putting our money in our programmatic, uh, uh, you know, program design uh, 
ambitions to, uh, where our mouth is because that's that's a significant incentive and uh, and valuable financial uh, tool to encourage more companies that are founded by women and people of color to be in New Jersey so they can avail themselves of that tax credit and more uh, investors to 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 think about investing uh, in those companies uh, because one of the I think one of the myths or one of the Myth, it's, a, it's untrue, um, is that there's not enough companies to invest in, not enough founders to back uh, that are, are not, you know, folks who look like me. And, and that's ridiculous. That's just, it's, it's simply not true. Um, if you, there's, there's no shortage of investment opportunities and great founders who've got great dreams and great visions for uh, building the next great American success story and, and, and large employer. Um, but they need capital. And it's a, it's a venture capital funding system that has been uh, totally inaccessible to uh, women and people of color. There's, there's no shortage of studies, each of which are equally depressing, um, uh, that outline the, the total paucity of capital that has flowed to uh, companies founded by women, companies founded by people of color. And if you cross multiply that to companies founded by women of color, it's, it's an extraordinarily uh, you know, low amount. Um, one study, you know, Project Diane from Digital and Divided showed that something like 0.6%, 0.6% of the nearly half a trillion dollars of venture capital that's been invested nationwide over the last 10 or 20 years has gone to companies founded by black women. Zero point, sorry, 0.06%, 0.06. Um, we think we, you know, have, there's a, both, again, it's both the, the right thing to do and the smart thing to do to encourage more venture capital to flow to uh, to a broader and more diverse and inclusive group of companies. We, uh, we, the EDA put out a, uh, began a process earlier this year, right before the pandemic. So great timing, uh, literally like, you know, February 25th or something like that, put out a call to the marketplace to give us ideas and suggestions for what we can do to encourage and increase, uh, entrepreneurship and, and importantly, early stage capital for, um, uh, black and Latinx entrepreneurs. Uh, and one of the things I hope we'll be able to do with that feedback from the market, um, is stand up a early stage, you know, seed slash venture capital fund uh, focused exclusively on New Jersey uh, Black and Latinx entrepreneurs. Uh, we don't have all the details of that worked out yet. Um, we, we, um, we've got some really good feedback, and I think there's significant uh, interest and appetite uh, from the marketplace, not on the investor side as well as on the on the folks who would be invested in um, side. And I think New Jersey could really distinguish itself and. Um, be one of, if not the leaders from a policy and from a state investment perspective in thinking about uh, getting something big done here. Um, but again, that's, 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 that, there's no, there's no, there's not going to be a sort of a one size fits all. There's not going to be a, a one tool that, um, that, that really, you know, does it. And we can say, wait, we have this program and now we're done. Uh, it's going to really require kind of a, a lot of, a lot of little things that build into, into something larger. Some of those things we, we're doing, um, and again, the angel investor tax credit is a good example of it. You know, some of the things we've done and tried to do around uh, partnering with groups like Golden Seeds, uh, which for those of you who are not familiar with them is a, you know, a national investor group supports women-led companies, provides uh, resources for, for female entrepreneurs. Um, we stood up um, a state sort of sponsored um, uh, chapter of that great organization that our first lady, Tammy Murphy, um, has been the champion of that. We hosted the first meeting of that at the, uh, at the governor's uh, mansion. For those of you who are not from New Jersey, the governor's mansion in New Jersey is called Drum Thwacket. Um, you can spell that at the end. You get a bonus for listening to this entire um, webinar, uh, Drum Thwacket. 
Um, we hosted the first uh, meeting of that group, uh, again, at, at the governor's residence uh, down in Princeton, which is you know, a historic home and a beautiful place and beautiful setting to have that conversation, but also underscores the importance that this is some of the first ladies spending a lot of time on. And uh, since then, the, that chapter has really, I think, done exactly what we hoped it was going to do, which was really bring together an extraordinary network of uh, women entrepreneurs and women investors uh, who are positioned to be angels uh, in New Jersey. There's lots of folks who have you know, been tremendously successful in their careers who live in New Jersey um, and paying that forward via an angel investment angel investment framework has been, I think, a, a pretty easy sell to, to lots of uh, lots of those folks. And so we're looking to do those kinds of things again. That's not that's not us cutting a big check to do something that it's, it's using the sort of the organizational power, the convening power of um, um, uh, of the state government and of the, of the governor um, to, to bring uh, attention to and focus on uh, these kinds of initiatives because it's incredibly important. Again, I think, I think it's, it's both the right thing to do, but it's a smart thing to do. If we can be the market leader in inclusive entrepreneurship, then we will have yet another calling card uh, for why businesses and founders and entrepreneurs should want to make New Jersey their home. We have an extraordinary offering already because the number one school system in America. We've got, you know, an ex- uh, some of the, uh, fastest growing um, cities for millennials in in the, in the country. Uh, we've got some of, you know, some of the most talented workforce in the world. We've got them, you know, more PhDs and scientists per square mile than anywhere in the world. Um, but if we can add to that, the, the, the branding, for lack of a better word, that we are, um, you know, the, the place to be the, the right home for uh, uh, founders of color, women founders, uh, much more so than, you know, whether it's the Valley or, or, Boston or New York or, uh, you know, other places that you know, are, are, are great places and are, are wonderful entrepreneurship communities. But if that can be our create our competitive edge, I think that's pretty compelling. Again, it's, it's the smart thing to do, but it's the right thing to do. So we're excited about what the future holds, but I would tell you that um, th- this talk um, is not mission accomplished. This is not me saying we've, we've got it all figured out. Just let us uh, run these couple, you know, do these, do, do what's in our plans and, and that'll make, you know, make the world a better place by no means are we saying that uh, I think we've got the right um, orientation around this, which is that one, um, this is a lot easier said than done. We've been saying it a lot. We're in the process of doing a lot, but we're going to need lots of really great ideas and lots of suggestions and lots of partners and lots of collaboration. And to be, you know, bottom line about, it, we're going to need a lot of money and that's going to have to be private philanthropic uh, foundation type money. Um, you know, some state money is great, uh, but this is about funding more diverse uh, entrepreneurs, more entrepreneurs of color, more entrepreneurs that are women um, to grow the, to grow New Jersey's innovation ecosystem. Uh, and so we're at the beginning of a journey. It's going to be, um, you know, we're going to work hard at it every day. We are working hard on it every day, but it's going to be a long journey to make progress on something that's needed progress made on it for far too long. Uh, and so we're, we're really excited about this, but I would encourage you to think about reaching out to us. If you're, if you're watching this, um, and have an idea for something the state could do, something one of our partners could do. We're, we're all ears. Uh, we're eager to uh, be uh, entrepreneurial sort of in our own right. As we think about programs, we, we want to be, we're, we're willing to, we're willing to fail and try some things that might not work, but if they do um, would be, you know, really impactful. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, uh, you know, COVID notwithstanding, um, you know, we're, we're enormously optimistic about the future of the state of innovation in New Jersey, making New Jersey the state of innovation. Um, we want to uh, continue to, this will continue to be an area of incredible focus for Governor Murphy, not just innovation overall, but inclusive innovation. And so we're really excited to, um, to be working on these things, but by no means um, do we have all the ideas, do we have all the solutions. So, you know, 
please, please reach out to us. Our website is uh, www.njeda.com. I'm sure uh, Aaron and the production team are splashing all the right contact information up for you on, on, on this or other um, discussions that are being had with our team at the EDA, because please reach out to us. Please give us uh, suggestions and feedback. Uh, it's okay to tell us we're not doing it right or we're not thinking big enough. That's okay. Uh, we need to hear that. Um, and so um, we'll stay constructive, you know, supportive feedback too. That's fine too. Uh, but, you know, this is, this is incredibly important to us. It's important to me personally. It's important to the governor personally. Um, that this that this be a significant area of focus uh, for us going forward. So, uh, with that, I will wish you uh, nothing but the best for a great virtual convening next year, hopefully in person. And uh, I hope everyone's doing great. I hope you enjoy the rest of uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the sessions. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Let us know your favorite takeaways on social media at We Are Tech United. Stay tuned. More of Tech United on Tap next.